Recode Radio presents Too Embarrassed to Ask, hosted by me, Kara Swisher, and Lauren Good of The Verge, powered by digital media. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, which has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at audible.com slash decode. Hi, I'm Kara Swisher, executive editor of Recode. And I'm Lauren Good, senior editor of technology at The Verge. And this is Too Embarrassed to Ask, a podcast that's all about making technology easier to use and understand. If you have questions that you've been dying to ask, we'll give you all the answers, plus our views on all the latest gadgets. Submit your questions in advance by tweeting them to at Recode with the hashtag AskRecode. That's one word, hashtag Ask. R E C O D E. Thank you for spelling that, Kara. Thank you. Anytime. I, was a little bit confused I know you have a hard time with that. Yeah. Because there's slash there. I don't. I never know. You know what? The you slash can, is silent. The slash is silent. You can find all of our past. That's Ina Freed in there, just muscling in. That's iTunes.com/slash not silent. Too embarrassed to ask. And while you're there, please leave us a review. We get all these great comments from our fans and friends about how much they love the podcast. But we love your reviews. Yes, we do. We love your reviews. Yes. Especially if they're nice to me. Hey, Lauren, we're in San Francisco with another episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. And this week we have a special guest joining us, Ina Fried, as my Siri says. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I love when they say that. My Siri is like Ina Fry. I like, oh, I call Siri. Ina Fried. They go Ina Fried. I thought you said your series. And I was like, you She's my Alexa series. never gets it wrong at Amazon, but that's another yeah. issue. Well, Ina, Ina Fried is a uh, senior editor of mobile at Recode. Silent slash recode. Yeah. And she's joining us today to talk about batteries. Batteries, which is a big issue with me. My I, batteries are always being. Oh, I thought you said basketball. I had my bracket all. No. Out. Oh, that's right. Kara, we're actually doing no. a special no. edition no. of the podcast no. this week. No. We're all I know is Steph March Curry can get baskets. Madness. Do you know what March Madness is? Not particularly. Yes, I do. I went to Georgetown University. I was forced into it. Who is your pick this year for winning it all? No idea. She's, she's, like, <laughs> she's like the Bruins. Who is? No. Uh, <laughs> I just interviewed Chamath from uh, Social Capital, and I think he owns part of the Golden State Warriors. Yes, yes. So that, <laughs> and that State would be Warriors. helpful if we were talking about professional and not college sports. <laughs> oh, all right, okay, whatever. Georgetown, then Georgetown. I went there. The Hoyas. Yes, the Hoyas. Okay. Are they in, are they seated this year? I'm not I don't know, sure, but they were good right? when I was there in the, in the last century. They were good. Yeah, Patrick well, Ewing. They, they play really, full really court now. Years. What they do? Okay, anyway. Patrick Ewing, he's now, of course, retired, I think, right? That's how old I am. Um, anyway, we're going to talk about rechargeable batteries, the things that you rely on every day to power your phones, tablets, and laptops. We're also going to talk about how to extend the battery life of your gadgets, which is a big friggin' issue with me, Ina. It's really problematic at this point. I think it's, it is for everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm sitting I'm here with, with two <laughs> spare chargers. I would say that. I would it's say, a and problem did. for you than anybody And else. I just did. So let's get to it, because it's the biggest complaint, I think, right? It's my biggest complaint. Okay, so Ina, before we get into tips for how to extend your battery life, which I know our listeners definitely want to hear. And before we get to our reader questions, we get a lot of great questions from people about batteries and how to extend them. Talk a little bit first about the types of batteries that we generally are seeing in our consumer electronic devices and like very briefly how they work. So, um, and again, I'm an English major, so, uh, you know, apologies in advance for butchering uh, (laughs) the actual science here. But, you know, today's most everything uses a lithium ion battery. And basically, that technology isn't getting a whole lot better. And it, it has a fixed ability to, you know, the protons and the neurons and the ions and the cathodes and all the things. And I've only gotten a couple of those right. But basically, it's a matter of, you know, a certain amount of space can only pack in so many ions. And it only has so much battery life. Mm-hmm. Only um, so much density. 
yes. than this type of battery. So the battery, what we're hearing from people in the industry is that the battery life gets incrementally better. The battery technology, the battery chemistry gets incrementally better every year. Well, meanwhile, on the processor side, on the software side, and also just on the side of consumer usage, how much we're using these things, these things are advancing much more in a different right. direction. Right. right. So the, our demands soak up any increase. And those increases, as you mentioned, are pretty minor. And our demand soaks that all up with either a slightly bigger screen, or we're doing more complicated things, or we're adding more radios every time you add Bluetooth and Wi-Fi, each mm-hmm. one of those drains on the battery GPS. And so any improvement that we are getting is being quickly gobbled up. And that's why, you know, the fact of the matter is if you just wanted a phone to talk on, the battery life there has actually increased. You can have a phone that, you know, will last for a month if all it does is right. talk, but talk none time. of us talk on the phone. Mm. Right. And so when people say, you know, why is it that we, we see all these advancements in things like cameras and the processors and everything else, but the advancement is just not happening? So, you know, why, why is that? In uh, processors, we have something called Moore's Law, which basically says that you can get double the performance or improve battery life every 18 months. And so you actually can, if all you had to deal with was a processor, you actually could get better battery life, not because the battery is getting better, but because the processor is getting more efficient. But, you know, again, that's no longer the big there was a day when the processor was using a lot of the power. Nowadays, it's screens, it's radios, it's those sorts of things. So what are the biggest drains on batteries on our devices? I mean, the screen is a big one. Mm -hmm. Um, The benefit there is as the screen gets bigger, you actually can cram more physical battery in there. So that's why your iPhone 6S, like Kara has there, Mm -hmm. uh, actually gets better battery life than the iPhone 6, is even though it has a bigger screen that it has to power, it can pack a bigger battery in there. And that's the other thing that's really hurt smartphone battery life is this quest for thinness. It's not only dangerous, uh, you know, in humans, it's not good for phones either. Really? I like being thin. Anyway. You don't have better, and I was going to say you don't Carol, have good battery life. About you again. Yeah, but so Carol only needs that. like two hours to recharge every night. Show, just talking what about is me. your Carol? Listen, what is your worst here, story Here's the ever? thing: all the time, my battery is literally. I went. I this morning, I was in my home doing a Google Hangout, right? And so I went from wireless to the Uber car, like because I live an entirely digital life, and I was still on the Hangout. And by the time I got to the office, and it was a hundred percent when I was at the house, it was like thirty-four. It was, a, it was like, what in the world happened there? So video streaming is one of those things that's, you know, it's it using the radio. It was astonishing how quickly it went down. And this, it happens every day. I think there might be something actually wrong with my battery. Sometimes when you go to the store, they check it, and it's, it's sort of depleted, and they give you a new phone. But it literally is, I, and I don't want to have one of those Mophie packs. I can't, I think they yeah, look Yeah, I'm like, sitting here with two different got the battery, battery chargers. Case and right. then the They're all awful. And, you, you know, pack. I'm thinking, like, where's the nuclear fusion of this? Like, well, and we'll get into that. But, I yeah. mean, that is the only way you get significant. Give is us different some tips. chemistry. Give us some um, tips. Well, before we get to the tips, I was okay. just in the middle of explaining there's some other technologies okay. that could help. All right, okay. Uh, but they're kind of dangerous sounding. So a fuel cell. Well, that's actually, like, starting a big chemical reaction. And that is one of the dangerous things is part of the science here is, you know, you can't get any more packed in there or you actually have something that's capable of a pretty big explosion. Explosion. So adding fuel cells uh, would help. You have a problem on the plane, right? Yeah, it doesn't sound good. That's why you have to bring a hoverboard to counteract it. (laughs) Uh, But there are tips. There are things that can help. Okay, Um, all right. So, you know, maybe do an audio chat instead of a, you know. Yeah, I don't 
to change my life, Mahina. I want a battery life to be better. Well, then you got to get a big phone with a big battery. Right. So, I mean, you know, right. with so, Apple, you don't get choices, but right. the Droid Max uh, that Motorola makes for Verizon just has a big, huge battery. Right, interesting. So give us more tips. Uh, you can, and this is a controversial one, quit different applications. In general, Apple says this won't save you battery life, but depending on the application, I've found certainly if you're using things like GPS, mm-hmm. which I know you also use, Kara, that mm-hmm. drains mm-hmm. your battery yes, pretty a lot. fast. Yes, yeah. I do. I'm I think for lost. you, I would just get two or three phones. Because really? I think yeah. you That's could multitask you anyway. You could Karen, be on It's not phone. a solution. Yeah. Oh, it's a great solution. This you is could, like having a refrigerator yeah. that's on, only on from four to seven. And you like, why could can't be yelling at two tech executives <laughs> simultaneously. No, 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 no. But more, please. More tips. Because I, like, I don't like those ideas. So is there anything else I can do? Or are there anything down the horizon that we can think about? There actually is one area of battery life where we really are seeing improvement, and that's not in how much battery life the device holds, but how quickly it can be recharged. That's already gotten dramatically better over the last couple of years. So um, there are now Quick Charge 2.0 and 3.0. So you can plug in a device now for 10 or 15 minutes and get enough charge in some cases to last you half a day or more. And that's really the one area where the industry has delivered improvement. And we're starting to see that in a range of different devices, not just phones. How does wireless charging work? So wireless is more about convenience. So in general, it's actually slower than even traditional charging. Basically, it's not really without wires. It just means that the device can connect without a wire. But typically what you have is a battery charger plugged into the wall, and then it's using induction, or there are different techniques to transfer current. But again, I think that's, at least so far, there aren't enough places to make that really convenient. I think the real gain here is still the outlet, but it's really getting that 10 or 15 minutes. And I think what you'll start to see the industry encourage and our lives to do is not that you'll be able to go all day, but that you'll be able to get a charge in five or six minutes. And at Stanford, we wrote a couple of years ago, they're working on an aluminum technology that could get you a full battery charge in one minute. Wow. And, you know, what about these plates that, you, you know, I've seen them at, when I was at Qualcomm and different companies that you put the phone down and it charges instantly. So that's the wireless charging that Lauren's talking about. Okay. The problem is there's two different standards. Uh, Samsung actually, for the first time, supports both. So that's kind of nice. But basically, a standards war has limited how many places these wireless charging things are. So first of all, it has to be built into your phone. It has to be using the right technology or you have to add on a dongle. And, you know, we all know how happy that is. So I think wireless charging uh, really doesn't have enough oomph behind it to to make a dent. It is nice at Starbucks if you happen to be in the San Francisco area, but there's so many asterisks. You have to have the right phone, you have to have the or the right adapter, you have to be in the right place. Uh, It's not very convenient. It would be nice to go and sit at a table and have it charged, like just like that, like you put it down and it charges. Yeah, there are a lot of things that do that now, right? There, like you're saying, the plates and docks and all Mine things never, like yeah, that. Yeah, hard to figure out. Wearables, you can put a lot of them in these little charging cradles and that sort of thing. But, but it's not happening any faster. No, no, it's in not fact, like USB slower. Type C yeah. where it's happening. It's not going to be like that. Regular furniture minutes. and stuff. I think it may get there eventually. I mean, we've had a standards war, and as we know from you know DVDs or VHS and Betamax, that just slows everything down. And so wireless charging has been hampered by that. Yeah. I think the real boon in wireless charging would be if they could do it over the air. Because that's what we all really want. We don't want to have to place something exactly on a plate. We want it to just magically happen. And then there's those issues of electrocuting children, which I think is always something we should And remind me, are you pro or con? (laughs) (laughs) 
No, do you the, have experience? No, it was when with I was that. at Qualcomm, they were like, and then there's the electrocuting children joke. There, I was like, that's not funny, but it wow. was a little funny. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or somewhere I was like, no, maybe it wasn't Qualcomm. I can't remember what it was, but it was at a company, and they were. <laughs> Today's they, it was episode a joke. is brought to you by Qualcomm. <laughs> Qualcomm we yeah. we execute your No, but it was funny. Children. It was a funny. Like they're, they're like they, it had a lot of issues that thing, and you know, but <laughs> searching around for a plug is so crazy. It like you feel like a crazy person. Well, and the other thing is that, you know, the types of connectors. So I'm carrying around one of these things I got at a conference that can charge different types of devices. I mean, it's really annoying when a new type of device comes out and it has a custom charger. Mm -hmm. And you have to buy new ones. Mm -hmm. And they all cost $29, every one of them. So anyway, now a word from our sponsor, which is not Qualcomm. Today's episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask is brought to you by FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it super easy and affordable to custom frame the things you love. And they can frame anything. They'll send you a mailing kit for your artwork, posters, album covers, old photos, anything. You know, what would you get framed? Uh, Donald Trump. (laughs) I'd just have him hanging in the house. That would be scary. That would be scary. What kind of frame? What kind of frame? <laughs> Something you couldn't get out of. Gold. Right? Yeah. Right. Spray painted Sealed. gold. Sealed and without air. Their experts will frame it and send it back to you in days, fully ready to hang. You can also upload pictures from your phone or laptop, or you can even upload directly to your Instagram feed. Pricing starts at $39, and the best part, all shipping is free. They're giving a special offer to our listeners this month. Just visit framebridge.com and enter offer code ASK15. That's ASK15 at the checkout for 15% off your first FrameBridge order. Thanks, FrameBridge. We'd also like to thank our other sponsor, SoFi. SoFi is transferring the financial world by offering great rates on things like student loan refinancing, personal loans, and mortgages. The process is simple. They look at the financial potential of their members, and if there's promise, they back them for life which means when you borrow from SoFi, you get an awesome set of perks too. Career services, member happy hours, nationwide networking events, unemployment protection, and even an entrepreneur program. The idea is that SoFi succeeds when their members succeed. So they'll do all they can to help their members out. Learn more about what they can offer at SoFi.com. That's S-O-F-I.com. Terms and conditions apply at SoFi.com. So every week we ask our readers and listeners to send in their questions about tech topics, and you can do that by tweeting us with the hashtag AskRecode. This week we asked for your questions about batteries and how to make them last longer. Lauren, who's the first question from? We actually know this person. Yes, we do. This is from Anthony Quintano, who was, I guess he's a former recoder. Yes, he is. He did social media. Now he's in Hawaii working for Pierre Omidyar. See, this is what happens after you work for Recode. You just run as far away as possible. Oh, I thought you get to move to Hawaii. I'm like, I work for a billionaire. That's a terrible outcome. Uh, But hi, Anthony. So he asks, why does everything on phones get improved except for battery life? You know, this is something we chatted a little bit about earlier. So what would you say to Anthony? Yeah, so it gets a tiny bit better, the battery, if you were to take it by itself. But then we gobble up all that and more. So in the end, you have a device that lasts less long than the previous one in general. There are some things that the industry could do. They could make phones a little thicker. And we're starting to see some manufacturers make that trade-off and say, you know what, people would actually like to have this last all day. Um, the problem is you you buy a phone not based on battery life. You can't really see it. You can't even hardly measure it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you see this really thin new device and it looks really nice. But then when you put a big, ugly battery pack on it, it's not so nice. But it would actually be better in some cases to just make the built-in battery a little better. Kara, what do you think? Would you rather have a super thick phone and great battery life or a really thin, slim phone and... Poor battery life. I'd like to have a super thin phone with great battery life. She wants it all. I love Kara. She teaches you to never why settle. Not? She's like, why is it neither or? I'm why? Kara Swisher. No, I'm Kara why? Swisher. Why do you have to be a wimpy consumer? Like, don't, like, they can do it. 
kidding. Well, this is what this is what we're talking about. Let, some of the chemi- send something to Mars for goodness sake. They could figure this out. I'm sorry, they can. I think that she's just called on Elon Musk to fix her iPhone. They can batteries. figure it out. They can. Yeah. They can figure All right. it out. Well, let's hope That's that they do. Thing. They better. And when they do, I will be with them for life. Let's move on to the next question, which is from at tbkynwa. Is it okay to charge your phone overnight? Does it affect the battery? So. I've looked into this a little bit, and it really seems as though there is no harm in charging your phone overnight. There's no way to overcharge your phone once it gets to 100%. It's not as though you're using up extra charge cycles, since lithium-ion batteries have a limited number of charge cycles before they really start to degrade. It's not as though it's going to hit 100%, and then it's like, oops, I'm using up another charge cycle now to go over. It just stops at that point. There, I mean, there has been some debate back and forth about this, but basically you should be okay to charge it overnight. I think you need to be more concerned about overheating the battery. Well, most devices are good about shutting off when they're full. Um, I actually got uh, my partner one of these light-up cords, that, and it actually lights up when it's charging, and then it turns off when it's not charging, so you can actually see when it's done. It's kind of nifty. Oh, that's pretty clever. Oh, and speaking of cords, another battery tip that we didn't talk about earlier, but is a good one. Always buy the official cord if you can. So if you think you're going to you know, get a deal, you see a cord on Amazon.com, and you think, oh, that's going to charge my laptop, or that's going to charge my phone, and it's super cheap... It's not always a good idea to get those. They're not worth it. There's two big problems. If it's an Apple cord, I've bought a bunch of these and they just don't work, period, because of the lightning connector. You know, really, even if it says made for iPod, I've had bad luck. Um, But the other reason is the quick charge that we were talking about, every part needs to support that. So your phone, the cord, and the charger that plugs into the wall have to support that quick charge feature Mm -hmm. or you don't get the promise. Absolutely. Also, in my home, Nellie's cats eat the cords. Oh, yeah. Cats, pets, pets love yes. cords. Uh, we once had a rabbit eat a MacBook cord. Love uh, them. There's something like in the, the plastic covering, like the resin, that know. is really appealing. Lots of money spent um, on cords. I don't know, because I chew and chew, and I just don't get it. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm like, okay, next course. Next question. All right, next question. Do you want to ask it, Ken? No, go ahead. Okay, this is from Greg Ingram. He says, is there a way to turn on low power mode all the time rather than it automatically switching off when nearing a full charge? I'm pretty sure that Greg is referring to the new low power mode that was um, introduced mm-hmm. in a recent operating system for Apple iPhones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have experienced I've experienced it where, you know, it's like 20% left and it says, would you like to go to low power mode? There is a way to do this all the time. You just go into settings, you go to battery, and then you tap low power mode. It'll turn off things like the ability to say, hey, Siri, and automatic downloads of apps and mail fetching, some other stuff. But it'll give you more power, hopefully. And then on Android, you can do the same thing. You do have to be running Android uh, 5.0 or later. But you go into settings, you go into battery. It's pretty intuitive the way you navigate these in settings. But, you know, tap on battery saver. And that's one way to do it. But you can't do it all the time. You can do it all the time? You can. You can if you want to disable certain functions of the phone. Right. Well, I broke up with Siri. I don't know if you know that. Oh, really? How did she take it? Not well, but I like, I'm dating Alexa now. I love Alexa. <laughs> you do love Me and Alexa. Biz Stone. Biz Stone apparently at South by Southwest went on and on, but let's move on from that. Okay, next questions from Jash, Jash SF. Yes, I have so many questions. What is the meaning of battery life? That's, that's a very philosophical 42, question. 42, 41, 40, 40, 39, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. <laughs> Thank you, thank you. All right, Ina, would you like to take that uh, philosophical no question? We got Pie. it. We just didn't think it was funny. Oh, oh my God, I'm mean today to poor Lauren. <laughs> Somehow she'll deal. Go ahead. I just said pie. Pie. Okay. All right. Okay. What's the, the meaning of your battery life? It doesn't work. That's it's frustration and anger and rage against the machine. That's what that is. 
I, th I thought that was a pretty clever question. That was a good Okay, go ahead. Right. Move along. And now the last one is from at Murmash. That's Mark Kubaki. He asks, what technology can we expect to replace the current lithium ion? And then he listed, I love this. He, this is our, our audience and our readership. And I have to say, I appreciate this. He's like, like the 3.7-4.2 voltage, 13, 18, 65 fit batteries. He obviously knows what he is talking about. Mark, we appreciate your question. I think you mean just what technology can we expect to get beyond current lithium ion? Nina, any idea? Are we talking about solar? There's, Are we talking about fuel cells? What, what's next? So there's a bunch of far out technologies like fuel cells and other things. There's also talk of instead of using lithium ion to use silicon, and that would offer better battery life, like silicon has some properties of being able to store more ions in a given space than lithium. So that could be one area for improvement. All right. You know, I think what's interesting is the idea of that it's that people are working on it, but there are people working on this. It would seem to be the biggest issue of all time. You, no, I mean, I, when you talk to venture capitalists, the one thing they would all invest in yeah. is a company that they actually believed could Solve deliver battery better problem. battery right. life. Right. Um, and it's not just for these small devices. And this actually may be where the savior comes from. It's an even bigger deal when you get to cars. Because right. the issue there, you know, it's billions and billions of dollars if you can have a more efficient car right. battery. So that's actually the industry Which, that's investing Elon the most. To, uh, so he might well be working on it. But yeah. that also is why he's building recharging networks all over the yeah. country, mm -hmm. is right. that it's not getting to, better. Right. I think and really we have to wait for the aliens to come and show us the new source of energy, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. You mean right. when Donald Trump takes office? <laughs> no, there won't be any aliens in this country, apparently. Anyway, Laura. Oh, uh, oh that, that was, was a joke. Good. I meant like the people, creatures from outer space. No, no, I meant just anyone who's not a white guy. Send hate mail to at Kara Swisher. <laughs> I don't care. Go ahead. Uh, well, now we have a very short break for this week's special sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Samsung Boomerang. You've already heard about the Samsung Galaxy S7 Edge, which features a curved screen. Hot on its heels, the Galaxy S7 Boomerang is the only device in the market that can make calls, play games, and kill a kangaroo at 100 meters. And because it's a boomerang, it always comes back to you, which means you'll never lose it, even if you drop it in the toilet. Whether you're a thrill-seeking adventurer, an urban-dwelling Bernie bro, or you're just sick of the same damn iPhone design, over and over and over again, the Samsung Galaxy S7 Boomerang is guaranteed to turn heads. Thanks, Samsung. And just a reminder, no actual kangaroos were harmed in the making of this commercial. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right, speaking of iPhone, before we wrap up, we'd like to use the last few minutes of the show to preview every tech journalist's favorite holiday, Apple Event Day. Mm. Ina, you're going, right? I Apple, am. Yeah, Apple is scheduled to make one of their product announcements and events from March 21st, and we're going to be covering it at recode.net. And also at theverge.com. Yes. Uh, go to both places. We'll have tons of photos, videos, hands-on, live blogs, searing analysis and insights. Yeah, searing. Ina's amazing sense of humor. I'm going to be really juggling while live tweeting so what, and What podcasting. are we expecting from the event? It's not supposed to be the biggest event, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the two big things we're expecting to see are, you know, replacement for the iPhone 5S, a small screen device aimed at the lowest part that Apple reaches, not mm -hmm. the low end of the market, but what's low end in terms of iPhones. Mm -hmm. And then uh, yes. some sort of uh, iPad Pro that's more like the original iPad. You know, the real question is, do they have anything that's going to reinvigorate tablet sales, which have really declined quite right. precipitously? Yes. Use my tablet that much. But there won't be any surprise thing. You don't imagine any surprise. I actually have some bets on there being, uh, I mean, Apple always has something else up its sleeve, right? Yeah. I would not be surprised if Tim Cook rolled out in an Apple car wearing a virtual reality headset on his head. Fascinating. No, that's really not going to happen. <laughs> but You also have a 16 seed <laughs> picked in the brackets, don't you? <laughs> right. Yes. 
Um, also, the next day is more important for Apple. It's when it's facing off with the federal government over the encryption issue. And yeah, and that's going to be yes. taking place in a court in San Bernardino, and our Don Chimlewski will be there. Good. That's right. fantastic. That's and the biggest deal the next, that next week, not so much the event, unless they do this weird thing that Lauren suggested. <laughs> no, I mean, I, we, we don't know whether or not the issues with the FBI, the ongoing debate, will be addressed at this event. It is a product-focused I event. I bet they will. He's got a lot you of journalists know. there. I mean, I, yeah, I, there are you a lot know. of journalists there. Apple has been obviously very you know, vociferous in its arguments against the FBI. Um, things are getting pretty heated there, so we shall see. So, Kara, are you going to the Apple event? No, I am not. Absolutely not. I'm on vacation in Hawaii, and I I'm better so, not I'll call me. I'll miss you so much. No, I doubt it, because I'm sending a substitute in to help you host this show next week, Walt Mossberg. I am honestly so excited. Ever since we launched this podcast, I've been telling Walt Mossberg I need to get you in the red chair here, which mm-hmm. will be a nice role reversal. Right. Walt will be in the red chair. And I thought, he's in town, and this is the perfect event to have yeah, Walt so probably be nice on to you the too. podcast. Doesn't he have his own Walt podcast so now, to too? You are, Kara. Well, I don't I think you know. Everyone's <laughs> nicer to you than Kara. <laughs> yeah, um, this so, is true. But he has a podcast, as, as Ina uh, mentioned. It's called Control, Walt, Delete. Get it? <laughs> yes. And that's with Neil Patel of The Verge. It is. It's a great, great podcast. Yes. Yes. And but he's going to be on your podcast. He's going to be on my podcast, and we're going to geek out, and it's going to be oh. so amazing, and he's going to be nice. And I'm going to ask him if he wants to grab lunch, and he's going to say yes. And if I asked him to go for a hike, he would say yes. And Kara, every time I ask you to do something, you say no. I am going to be hiking on the Nepali coast you, with my children, but not yeah, with you. No, I know. Maybe someday, Lauren. Yeah, maybe someday if I'm lucky, I'll get to clean up after you on vacation. Uh, anyway, this has been another great episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. Thanks again to Ina Fried for joining us. Also, Ina Fried. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ina Fried, for joining us. And uh, don't worry, I'll help Kara fill out her brackets. So maybe she has a <laughs> chance at winning our office pool. If you enjoyed the episode as much as we did, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us that review at iTunes.com slash Too Embarrassed to Ask. And subscribing is great. You'll be the first to listen to new episodes every Friday or catch up on previous episodes where we answer all the tech questions that our listeners have been too embarrassed to ask. That's iTunes.com slash too embarrassed to ask. Or you can also listen on Recode.net slash podcasts. While you're there, you should also check out our other podcasts like Recode Decode, Recode Replay, and of course our newest show, Recode Media with Peter Kafka. You know, if I ever like got into a mode where I was stuck or frozen, mm-hmm. I think I would just keep repeating Recode Repeat. repeat like, <laughs> We're doing Recode Repeat. We We're just going to repeat it. ourselves. And don't forget to tweet your questions ahead of time to at Recode with the hashtag AskRecode. Thanks for listening. I'll be on vacation next week, but Lauren will be back with a special episode of Too Embarrassed to Ask. Ask featuring some guy named Walt Mossberg. Tune in then.